See, there's a feeling of guilt that has come over me. Um, well, it's weird. So I just had a baby, and well, I'll be honest, not everybody knew, and not everybody found out at the same time for a lot of reasons. So I've just spoke to my uncle yesterday. I love my uncle so much. My uncle is literally like became like a father to me after my father passed away when I was younger. So I've always been close. He's always like been there. But over the years, as I got older, especially in my twenties, like you lose um, time and, and you know, people grow up, you don't see them as much. Um, uncle was also live on the way upstate. And also he's very, he's a CPA, but a well, like a prominent CPA he works for a very prestigious company who have offices, not only here in the United States, but also in Europe and, um, in England and in France. So sometimes he splits his time between America and um, overseas, and he'll be spending months there at a time as well. So while I might have time to go visit everybody, he might not be around. Long story short, yesterday was his birthday, so my mom said that he actually called to see how I was doing because uh, he hadn't heard from me for a while. So she gave him my telephone number, and he called. And while yesterday was his birthday, it was also my it was my due date. It was my official due date for my pregnancy. But I was telling him because he was asking me how I've been doing. I told him, like, you know, I'm a mom now and I had a baby two weeks ago. And he was just like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know because he didn't know. And I was just like, ah. you know, I feel like he feels like, I don't know, I feel maybe I robbed my uncle of that. I mean, like, he's going to be a part of this life and he's definitely can't wait to meet him. Um, we're talking about the summer when Corona's probably a little bit better. It's like to come up to what we call, what I call the family house or one of the family houses because it's that big. <laughs> and to stay, they want me to come and stay and stuff. And I said I would. Um, my aunt, my very close aunt, um, she, I told her, I just sent her a picture or a video the day that the baby was born. She was really excited, but she had the same thing. She was like, I didn't know. She's like, I didn't know, but I'm happy. And she just, she didn't know. I don't know. Some people want to know. So what was, what about me? I have some friends that I told too, but I, I told them maybe a little later. Some people found out through me directly. Some people found out through a Facebook post that I just put up and stuff, but um, there is a part of me that's like, oh man, like, I, maybe I should have just ran around and just told her, but that wasn't my thing to do. And also, like, um, you know, when you're, when you're pregnant, period, there's like a lot of superstitious things, or maybe not even superstitious, but one of those things is just like, you just, you, you, t- you could, you gotta tell people, but some people don't tell people too early, they're afraid of, like, miscarriage, or that things could go bad, or, I mean, people say it all the time, even on social media. You shouldn't even be really posting, bragging too much about things you got going on good in your life because there is negative energy. There are people in your life who you don't know what the hell they into always. You know, we like I say all the time, we don't know who people are until we, whoever you are at the end of the day when the shades are drawn, the doors closed, the lights are off, and you're all by yourself. That's who the fuck we really are at the end of the day. When we take off the mask, and you don't know how ugly some people are when they get off. And I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about on the inside. Who's really a pedophile? Who's really a this? Who's really a that? You know, a rapist. We don't know, you know, just how dark some people's souls can get. You know, but whoever the hell you are at the end of the day, that's um pretty much who it is. And it's, I just didn't want to tell a lot of people. Now, during the first parts of my pregnancy, too, it wasn't that positive, not necessarily from my significant other, but just from, like, oh, I don't know, work was a problem, but really with my, like, my managers and my supervisors, there's one thing I do miss right now, I miss my co-workers, I don't necessarily miss the work at the labor, but I miss my co-workers, because they're wonderful, and I'll tell you one thing, if there's, if there's a group of people somewhere that's really happy and supportive right now, it's the UPSers, they, 
they have shown up and showed out. Not only have they given gifts to my boyfriend while I haven't been there so he could bring home to me, they constantly was sending me messages, hugs, kisses. Like, he would come back and he'd be like, okay, I got hugs and kisses from you. From this person gave you a hug. This person say, make sure you rest in. This person, like, you know, they're just so supportive. So, like, I had supportive people at work. But then I had, like, a lot of negative shit. Some negative shit, mostly, I guess, um, I guess you say from my significant other side, from his so-called uh, friends, <clears throat> which, um... Child, I tell you, one thing I tell Chopper's Corner and I tell anybody I care about, I tell everybody all the time, watch people in your life, you know. I'm the type of person, I pers—I personally believe that f- the word friend gets thrown around these days like the word love. You know, the word friend, the word friend used to really mean something, you know what I mean? Like, when you say somebody was your friend, you were supposed to be giving that title to anybody, okay? And then when you said best friend... That person doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that your other friends ain't shit. It just means out of all your friends, this one is the one that you is say is the best of the friends that I have. And then you got people that throw the word best friend around all over the damn place, all over, you know, all over too. Every time you turn on, this person is your friend. This person, this is, this person's the best friend. This person, I'm like, you can't have that many loyalties to that many people because eventually you and this best friend will be talking about that best friend. How the fuck that work? Okay. It says right here, um, a um, friend. Now, a person whom one knows and whom one has a bond of mutual affection. Um, it says exclusive of sexual or family relations, meaning it shouldn't be a friends with benefit thing. You can't say we best friends because we fuck. Like that shit don't make no goddamn sense. The definition of friend is a person who always has your back in good times and bad. It means support and that you never have to be alone. And it says, according to the dictionary, friend refers to people who share mutual affections and interests, okay? But the point is, um, you go on and on about what a friend is. And people just throw that word around, like I said, every single day. Like, like it ain't nothing. But I find it funny, like, if you got good stuff going on in your life, whether you're happy and you're in a new relationship, whether you're happy and you have a baby on the way, you know what I'm saying? Your so-called friends can't be happy for you because you used to sleep with them or whatever situation is or there's some kind of bite. Them, them's just not your real friends. And I don't tell my boy, I, I mean, I, I shared that with him. I told him plenty of times. I was like, them's ain't your friends. I was like, all the friends you have you either slept with or had some kind of sexual relations with, or they liked you at some point, want to be your girlfriend, and they never got that way. Them's just, they, they ain't never going to, they're not your friends. I remember one day he um got a call. We were trying to set up the baby's room. And he said, well, they said, what are you doing today? This is his homegirl. What are you doing today? She said, he's oh well, um, cleaning out the room. I'm going to start assembling some things. And I'm going to paint. It's probably like two weeks before January, but probably like at least three and a half weeks until the due date. So, you know, trying to get things done. I think it was like Christmas weekend or whatever, which is literally five days before I dropped. I didn't even know the baby was coming sooner than that. Long story short, she said, he said, I'm busy. I'm taking care. You know, my baby's coming away. I got to go get some stuff together because she can't do it. She's big out to here. You know, you know what the homegirl said? She was like, ah. So basically, you aren't free today. I was like, ew. Like, in my head, I was like, yo. He was like, no. Like, you know, he's kind of taken aback by his He's like, no. He's like, I told you. I'm just, she's like, oh, all right. Well, she was free. I was like, ew, yo. I swear on everything. Some of you people got some fuck friends in your life, yo. And I said that to him. Because I, was, I didn't even say that to him that day. I'm like, that's supposed to be your friends. That's supposed to be, like, happy for you. Like, boy, these motherfucking bitches don't give a fuck about you. And I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I, I wanted his so-called, uh, oh, his ex. I think he was talking to his ex or she called something. She must have seen a post. He told the ex about, I think he tried to show her our son. She had the nerve to say that she don't care about, she don't care about his son. 
I was like, wow. I was like, now this is what I be trying to tell you about people, but y'all supposed to still be partially cool. That's still your friend sometimes or whatever the situation is. So you don't care, bitch. I don't give a fuck if a person feels that way about your kid or not. The fact that you could fix your mouth to openly tell somebody that you don't give a fuck about their kid and then y'all still fuck with people like that. Yo, I don't know, my nigga. I just don't know. Like, I I know I got real friends, yo. My pregnancy showed me my friends. Once I started telling people, like, especially, like, around five and a half months when I knew everything was okay and I knew the sex and I started telling everyone, I told my friends so fast that by the time they were checking up on me, they was like, well, how far along are you? And I'd be like, I was telling the dude that it's Jane. You're like, shit, bitch, you're right there. Like, when you told me you was pregnant, I thought you was like, just, just, no, no. I'm well into this shit. But, like, yeah, when my when my friends showed up and showed out, man, I'm telling you, my friends are scattered abroad, yo, from Texas to here. When I say my friends have showed up and showed out, ask my boyfriend, my witness, my mom, too. Every day I would wake, come to the house and just shit there. The doorbell just ringing. Some days I'm ordering shit for the baby. Some days I'm not. My aunt just hit me today. She's just like, what you want, cash and stuff for the baby? I People ask me what I need for my child, and I'm, it's very hard for me to ever say, give me this, give me this, give me this, because I've never been that person at my first job. I was 15 years old and I've been working ever since. Ask anybody that know me. Always been a hard worker. Always been independent. You know what I'm saying? Never went around asking nobody for nothing. My mom will tell you. When it was time for me to get my driver's license, I was like, Mom, Mom, when are you going to take me for a road test? When are you going to take me? I got to use her car. My mom was so tired. My mom was working double shifts. I was going, um, getting ready. I was going to St. John's at the time. I was a freshman. But I wanted my driver's license. I was working. I found, um, we had already did my permit. I found a class where they did the three-hour class. I used my own money. I paid for the three-hour class. I did the three-hour class. Now I'm like, well, I did that. So my mom don't have to take me there. So then I was going to tell my mother I did the three-hour class. Now I just need a car to practice. The three-hour class people was like they had a car that I could use on the day of the road test or um, the before the road test if I wanted to just practice. I have so much money left from that check. I said, I could only afford to use your car for one hour before the road test and for the road test. I think it was like $25 for the hour. And all I wanted to do was practice parallel parking and U-turns. So I was sucked at parallel parking. And all I had was this one shot, this last, like, what, hundred-something dollars to go take this shit. And I got it done. And I went home and I, and I showed my mother this little rinky-dinky piece of paper. Because when you get your temporary driver's license, it's a little piece of paper. Mom's like, what's this? You waving it around like it's a, like it's a million dollars. She went and looked at it, and I had to tell you, my mother looked at that shit, she said, oh my God, you got your driver's license. She was like, she looked at it, she was like, I was going to take you, I was going to take you, she's like, i just been so tired. I was like, I know, ma, I know. And she was like, Lindsay, she's like, I'm so proud of you. That's what she said, she's like, I'm proud of you because she's like, you wanted it, she's like, you saw an opportunity to do it, you knew you could have waited for me, but you went and you did it on your own. I've always been the person to just go. I'm not going to sit there and just bother you and blah, 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 blah. My mom couldn't get the J's, I found a job at 15. I didn't have working papers, they was illegal to hire me but they hired me and I worked my mom tried to talk me out of it but I was like there's things that I want to do and I can't I'm 15 years old and I'm paying for wash that rap nails you know what I'm saying like don't give me no shit you know what I'm saying about as far as like wanting or needing a nigga man give me a break and my mom was the ultimate breadwinner when my mom when my dad passed away never had no nigga laid up in the house and never was leaving me in the house for nigga my mom just work and bust ass all right so don't tell me shit when it comes to you know Lindsay do you need do you need and people know if I ever ask and I hardly ever ask it's like once in a dry ass blue rare moon yo I need it and they're gonna and most people just gonna make sure I have because I don't open my mouth so when my aunt asking me, what do you want? What do you need? I'm like, just get whatever the baby that you want. We'll just appreciate it. It's the thought that counts. She's like, bitch, you want cash? So you got to registry or what? She's getting straight to the point. Auntie, I'm not asking you for cash. Here's the link to the damn registry. But back to my guilt. I guess I just kind of feel bad because I, I don't want people to feel like I didn't want you to know because 
I didn't want you in my business or you're not close enough to me for me to tell you so much as it is the times it was it was just like COVID times I had to the I you know kept my head up as best as I can nobody was depressed or miserable but it was just like you know at some point you didn't know where you was gonna get support at and where you wasn't gonna get support at and at that point I already made up in my mind I was just gonna you know just dug it out and do what I was gonna do till I told people I told I told who I told some people I didn't tell they're gonna have to find out but um you know it is what it is I find out Sometimes when people's pregnant, I find out my homegirl, my homegirl Christine, and she like me. She named her daughter Genesis. Like we've been in the we've been in the word of God. God on our children said Genesis. I love that name for her daughter. But that's a second child. But I remember um, when she was pregnant, I had no damn idea. One day she just posted it up on social media when she was nine months. Nobody knew. She said not even her mom and her family knew up in New York. She was living in Texas at the time. Now she lives in Florida. You know what I'm saying? But um, at the, at the same time, nobody knew. So, you know, she showed everybody all that one time. And some, you know, some people made her feel that way too. But some people want to keep their mouth shut. You just don't know, man. People is negative. People mess up with dark forces. And next thing you know, you got, got complicated. Just keep your mouth shut, you know. Keep your mouth shut. Got people that don't be happy for you anyway. You don't need, you know, too much stress. And then you got the people that is just going to, Constantly check up. I thank God for my friends now. They are always checking up on me and the baby. They want to just know how I'm doing and how I feel. Bitch, I got co-workers from when I was working at the um, H&R Block and RNG Burner as a taxpayer. I got people up there that was like, I was just in your area yesterday delivering old tax returns to my clients. And I was just thinking of you. If you need anything, let me know. And that's fucking wonderful. What it makes me feel like is... Like, my whole life, I never try to put out negative energy. I'm not the best person, but I don't try to do fuck shit, and I don't try to be a fuck person to people, you know? Like, meaning, like, just, just be a bitch people for no reason, or just, just put out bad karma and bad energy. During this time with my friends and my family showing up for me, it just, it just reminds me that, one, I am loved, um, two... I don't know. I just told this place in people's hearts that it just, it just, I, like yesterday, sometimes I'd be minding my business. It'd be like one person hit me. That's like they're all their spirits must have triggered like Lindsay. Check up on Lindsay. Because if one person hit me as I'm texting you, two, two more people hit me. It'd be like on the same day when one person thinking about me, all of them is thinking about me. I'm saying, and they don't all know each other. And they all just, and it's good, it's just good to know that people's in your thoughts and that people care and that people are there. I'm not going to abuse them at all for anything, but it's just great to know that I can pick up the phone. If I'm having a nervous breakdown, it's like, I'm having a nervous breakdown as a new mom, I need help. It's a thousand, like, all the moms are ready for that. Everybody's like, my, my friend told me, bitch, we are not going through postpartum. Whatever the fuck, you know bitches tell me that? They're like, if you need to talk, call me. Take it one day at a time. It's too much support out here. You know, and I'm thankful for it, but I don't want anybody to feel like my uncle or my aunt or anything like that. I think that's what my aunt's stepping for. My uncle said the same thing. He said, call me anytime. He's like, it don't have to be for a special occasion. It don't have to be for a holiday or birthday. He said, call me anytime. Just say hello. He's like, if you need anything, you already know, you know, just call. You know what I'm saying? And it just feels just it just feels good to know that people are there. You know, I guess sometimes we focus so much on the negative that we don't really realize like about, you know, the positive. And maybe I did rob some people of the positivity of sharing in the moment with me because at the time, like I was just trying to just, you know, shelter me, shelter my child, shelter my mind from stress, you know, just get through a pregnancy from crying out loud, which it takes a lot, you know what I mean, to simply create a new life. You know, let alone birth it, and now you gotta raise it, which I don't have any complaints, but yeah, so, you know, it is what it is, and so that's where I'm at with this, like, kind of, like, guilt thing, I still have people I have to tell that I haven't, it's not because I don't want them to know, it's just, it's just, what do you do, I have people that I was talking to during my presence, they'd be like, hey, Lindsay, how you doing, how you, and I could say, hey, I'm great, what do you say, oh, I'm knocked up, I mean, I could, but 
you know, we some people you just do the normal check-ins, like, hey, how are you? I'm good. How's everything with you? Oh, good, great. All right, cool. Boom. I know you're good. You know I'm good. We did the like once a month check-in. We did the like once every nine day check-in. You know what I'm saying? So we touched base and know that we're all still alive. But you know, I guess some friends we don't we're not I don't want to say we're not that deep, but I guess the same way I wouldn't call them on a bad day and say I'm having a bad day. It's probably why I wouldn't call, you know, just hit them up and just be like, Well, I'm pregnant. You know. Or whatever, but I mean can't hide a child <laughs> not that i'm trying to i just don't want anybody to feel like i they wasn't told because there's some something like i didn't feel because that that couldn't be any further from the truth it couldn't be any further from the truth it was just a one hell of a fucking year and um that's it yeah so Shout out to my friends and family. Shout out to Chapel's Corner, too. Y'all just listening. Y'all ain't have to listen to have me talk about half the shit I was talking about. And Lord knows the COVID year for the podcast wasn't even that great. Shout out to the people for the platform I do the podcast on. Send me my stats for the year. And they were telling me, like, you know, even though COVID was one hell of a year, you still was pushing out. You still was creating and publishing episodes i'm like yeah and they showed me they told me the number of episodes i did for the year that shit is shit compared to another year i usually drop like 300 in a year two i talk too damn much but there was a lot going on bitch on team essential <laughs> yeah there's too much going on and this retarded ass whack ass yeah the the news didn't even make no fucking sense this year it was just like it still don't make no sense the news is dry <laughs> you know what i'm saying we gotta be about jeffree star and kanye it's dry bro it's dry and um yeah, and then they told me about all the new listeners that I have listeners worldwide. Chapel's Corner is I'm I'm not even gonna lie, like I, I, humbly I think everyone that listens I got they told me I got new listeners in France. I know I have listeners in the UK. I have listeners in, I have listeners everywhere, all throughout the United States. That's a majority of my listeners, but mostly it's California and a place called Mountain View. And Mountain View, California, y'all go Google Mountain View. Y'all niggas is in the Bay. In the mountains, y'all look like y'all got rich areas. What you doing listening to my ratchet behind out here in Queens? Y'all don't need to get influenced by me. <laughs> Word, Mountain View County, I love them. I love all my listeners. Simply thank you for listening to me talk during that time because sometimes you just need somebody to listen. And I always say whoever's listening on Chopper's Corner, whether you got good intentions or bad, bitch, I don't give a fuck. The fact that you're just a great listener is, is, is good to me. And if you just ear hustling, just ear hustling, but, but that's not my problem. That's your problem. <laughs> Shit. That has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? I come in, I'm checking for the counter, bitch. And uh, that's all. Checking for the spectators, too. How you, how you doing? But let this, you know, we reserve the front seat for the spectators. Like, and they, they came for a show. We know they're here. <laughs> so we might as well entertain. Shit. All right, and that's it. I'm home. I got to get inside. I love you guys. I'll see y'all next time here on Chopper's Corner.